Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. On Spotify of all time. Any ideas, lads? The weekend has been guessed there on our WhatsApp. No, incorrect. Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. Thanks, Dean. Because I think I know the answer. Okay, go on, give us it. Is it Billie Eilish? Uh, no. Oh, I thought it was bad guy. Uh, no, no, no. It's a kind of, it's a sadder song. It's like it's a... It's a, it's a love song about someone leaving someone. It was released, oh, a couple oh, of years oh, ago. Let oh, me see oh, how oh. find out when it was. This isn't oh, Louis you know, Capaldi, you know? is it? No, Lewis but you're. Capaldi? I suppose in the right, you're in the right neck of the woods with with that vibe and that kind of style. Hmm. A sad song from a few years ago. Yeah, is it a tell? Slow and. This was, sorry, this was released in 2014. Actually, that's what it, it is. A few years old. So 2014, six years old now. And it's not a tell. Yeah, no, not a tell. Does Adele even come into the radar here? No, she doesn't make the top ten. She doesn't make the top ten of uh, most money per words in her songs. Oh, why does these sad songs always make the most money? Oh, it's just we're all so heartbroken. Yeah, someone else said Adele, a.k.a. what's the crack? Is it John Newman? It's not John Newman. Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. Is it Imagine Dragons? Thunder. No, they are, they, they are fourth, though. Oh. They earn, okay. for their song Thunder, they earned yeah. 23 grand on Spotify per lyric. So, yeah, not a lot of, good go guess, good guess. And then it's Billie Eilish in fifth with Bad Guy. Okay, well, if it's but a who, sad song, it's it's definitely not Louis Fonzi, Despacito. Nope. <sighs> it's about, oh, uh, I think this, was. Oh, I don't want to say is this person... Is it a DJ? Next Factor contestant? No, it's not a DJ. Okay. Hmm, this is really annoying me now. I've done Justin Bieber, Billie Eilish. What about James Arthur? No, but again, you're... You're, you're very close to the same style okay. as James Arthur. If I'm, if I'm that close, may, it has to be... Maybe a bit poppier, maybe a bit poppier. Sam Smith. Yeah. 
Yes, Sam Smith. Which song? Stay with me. Oh God! How could yeah, I have forgotten so, that? Yeah. So Sam Smith's song only has 176 words in it. It has been it's streamed 1.1 billion times. It has earned 4.9 million, and therefore he comes in at top of the chart, 27,955 for that song. That is Sam Smith, mad. Stay with me is the 45, 45th most streamed song on Spotify and uh, has earned them 27 grand per lyric, almost just under 28 grand, just shy of 28,000 per, per word in that song, Stay With Me. 176 words were written and now he's getting 28 grand for each of those words. Not bad. I'm jealous. Very jealous of you, Sam Smith. <laughs> yeah. Jealous indeed. So listen, there you go. Um, maybe you can change your career, maybe not. But look, the, the guys at the top of the music industry, the people there, earning a hell of a lot of money and a hell of a lot of money per lyric and per song. Still to come on the show, we're going to be chatting sugar babies, sugar daddies, that whole crazy thing. Is it a good idea? Is it a terrible idea? A little bit closer to 11 o'clock with that. Next, though, live from New York City, we're going over to our resident medical advisor and professional, Dr. Jennifer Wider. She'll be telling you about what's the important link between your smell and your pleasure in the bedroom. That's on the way next here on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse here and every week we like to bring on our professional expert medical advisor all the way from the United States joining us now via Skype and get a load, get a, get a load of how clear this line is. It's absolutely beautiful. Dr. Jennifer Wider, how are things? Thank you. Things are good. Things are oh. really good. Good. And <laughs> tell us, um, where, what stage are you at now? Over in New York. We're we're slowly moving into the next stage. We're going from two to three. It was delayed for about a week. But one of the challenges that New York City faces, you know, among different challenges for the state itself and the states that surround it is, you know, originally New York City was the epicenter for this, really based on the fact that the public transportation is so efficient. So if you, you know, travel via bus, via subway in New York City, it's a really, really easy way to spread this disease. And so many people are on public transportation. So the cases in New York went so high. Recently, New York is in great shape. They had zero deaths for the last two days reported, which is um, pretty significant. And the number of new cases is really down. But as I was mentioning before, one of the challenges that New York City faces is that a lot of people in New York have summer and winter homes in other places across the United States. And one of the very common destinations, Disney World aside, is the fact that a lot of people from New York City go to Florida in the wintertime. So when the uh, when the case the caseload was very high in New York, a lot of people fled to Florida. Now, unfortunately, we're seeing the opposite. Florida numbers are off the roof, along with other states in the United States. And that's that's the challenge that the United States is going to face is that different areas in the country are higher than other areas, right? So the tri-state area in the Northeast, like New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, um, Massachusetts are, are really, really low, whereas Florida, Arizona, Texas, Alabama, these states are looking at record high numbers right now. So I have a lot of friends that work in different hospitals across New York City, and there was a woman in Florida who got sick, and she is a New York City resident, decided to jump on a plane because she didn't want to be treated in Florida, gets on a plane, COVID positive, flies back to New York, 
and then literally walks into the emergency room at the hospital my girlfriend was working at over the weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a darn award just like, right oh, God, what is going on? But it seems to be, right, because the people who, uh, how we got it, well, one of the main ways that the COVID-19 came here was from a, a school trip or a family ski trip from Italy that came back here. You're talking about people, you know, summering or wintering down in Florida and, and coming back up and, and bringing diseases with them, their fancy houses. This seems to be like a, a rich person problem, that if all the rich people could just stop <laughs> moving and going all around stay the world, put. just stay put and just stay in your one house. Don't go to your seven other houses and, and just calm down for a second because there was a few people from we're taking three or four flights um, a day from America at the moment that are landing here in Dublin and I was listening to a few interviews that were done with people who were landing from like Texas and they're like why are you coming here and like Texas is obviously one of the worst hit places at the moment a lot of cases over there and they're just like because we want it no one tells us what to do and you're kind of like dude Please, cop on. I know. Bad. No, and that, and yeah. that's you know, and that's the problem too. You know, the attitude of a lot of people in the United States, and it's a very polarizing subject, which it shouldn't be. It's become politicized. Is the sense that you know a good portion of our population feels that wearing a mask and taking the proper precautions is an affront to their civil liberties. One and two, that this disease has been overplayed as an attempt to get rid of Trump in office, and so. It's a disaster. And and you have these people that won't be told what to do. You know, in a lot of the Asian countries, one of the reasons they were able to get this disease under control so quickly is because a lot of the penalties were severe. Even in some of the, you know, countries that weren't as severe as China, where you could be jailed essentially for, um, Mm. you know, like leaving the square footage of your house. Like they, they were keeping track of where you were by global positioning. I've heard all of these horror stories. But even in places like Singapore, if you went outside, your the designated area which you could go during lockdown they would photograph you on the highway and put your face on a billboard <laughs> so it was like public shame it's like wow. out a black mirror you know yeah, it is. as horrific as that sounds you know in, in in singapore they had robotic dogs that had gps positioning on them that could figure out if you were standing outside a market and you were properly social distanced <laughs> and if you weren't then it would alert the authorities as horribly like Hunger Games-esque as that sounds, yeah. dystopic and crazy. I feel like the people in the United States need a little dose of this because otherwise I just think this disease is going to ping pong back and forth in my country. Um, and the thing I, is, is that like yeah. we, a lot of people here are just like, oh, yeah, can't, we can't go to the United States now um, for the next couple of years. Because you're kind of right. like, I'd love to go, but um, you're, you're on fire in more ways mm-hmm. than one, but especially when it We're, comes to uh, the coronavirus. True. And we all want to yeah. go to Canada. Nobody wants us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The wall no is being one, built by everyone yeah. else going, yeah, you can stay where you are now, lads. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Every man for himself, essentially. So, oh, so yeah, God, we've yeah. done ourselves in. Um, and even the precautions that people have taken that have lowered the number, my worry is, you know, just looking at all the public health data, when people do travel unchecked, this disease just takes one or two people, like you said, from the family that vacationed um, skiing in Italy. You know, it's a, it's a super spreader event. And then yeah. all of a sudden you have a cluster of 40, 50 cases that really spread. And then you're back to square one. So it's, it's, it's very frustrating. And hopefully, you know, as we move forward into the fall 2020, we'll see a lot more, uh, you know, really good treatments that could put this at bay, prophylactic treatments that could prevent this, and, and eventually a vaccine, which hopefully is on the horizon. So not a fun time. Not a fun time not to be fun. an American. <laughs> no. Well, anywhere in the world, but yeah, particularly there. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. So uh, listen, we're not obviously saying that you represent all Americans, Dr. Wider, but what's going on? Yes, Come I'm, on, no, obviously. Sort but, sort them out, no. Right, right. And and I am, I am listening. You know, there are three 
three ways to keep this disease at bay, which is wearing a mask, you know, social distancing, try to utilize outdoor space as much as possible and washing your hands. Um, And they're simple steps. And, you know, people need to care about other people other than themselves. There are family members that are immunocompromised or elderly people. And then, of course, you see the cases of people in their 20s, 30s, 40s getting very sick for no rhyme and reason. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're, we're 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 having the same here. But listen, anyway, you can keep us updated on a weekly basis of of how how crazy New York and America has come when it comes to uh, <laughs> the coronavirus. Anyway, but we should we shall move on, and we bring Doctor Wider on every week. She likes to uh, fill us in, educate us, and bust some myths around various different medical conditions, and open our minds to a variety of different uh, medical and health related uh, ideas and topics. But what do you have in store for us this evening? Okay, here are a couple of very weird facts about sex that may blow your mind, and I love these because. You know, a lot of us think we're experts in having sex simply because we've engaged in the act. But a lot of people don't know that there are a lot of interesting facts that that we were not aware of at all. So I want to start it off with a gender based one. Um, And that is that women have a huge advantage, an orgasmic advantage when it comes to their male counterparts. Okay, so the female orgasm lasts three times longer than the male orgasm, which is almost hard for a lot of people to believe. And what's really strange is if you look at the clitoris versus the penis, I'm jumping right in here, guys. I'm going from COVID (laughs) into like an X-rated segment. But if you look at the clitoris, which is the, you know, the, um, the tissue in a woman, the erectile tissue in a woman that relates to the erectile tissue in a man, the amount of real estate that the clitoris takes up in a woman is much different than the amount of real estate it takes up in a man. Even and in having said that, we have the same parts, they're just different sizes. So it's hard for people to understand that the clitoris can produce an orgasm that lasts, you know, up to about 20 seconds on average for a woman, whereas in a man, the average is six seconds. Hmm. Interesting, right? Very interesting. But do they feel the same? Do we know that yet? I think it's a hard thing to measure. But I think what's what's interesting about this is that I think even if they do feel the same, it's prolonged in a woman. And so the research has told us that it is more intense just based on the amount of time that, you know, the plateau, you go through four different stages when you're having an orgasm and those different stages last longer in a woman. So overall, it's probably more intense for a woman. Very, very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Benefits of being a woman. That's, yeah, that's and listen, there enough. aren't a Come lot on. of them, so we got to hold on to what we got. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. We got the menopause, we got the pregnancy, you know, we have the periods once a month. I, I think we can score one for our team on this one. We're owed it. Here, yeah. here's, here's another weird fact just based on um, anatomy. Despite what men claim, only 15% of men have a penis that's longer than seven inches. Okay, 15%. So you're looking at 85% of men who are always boasting about how long their penis is, that most of them are six inches and less. And remember, one of the segments we did a a couple months ago was penis size varying by by region that you live in. Mm. Um, Looking at Asian countries having the smallest penis per capita versus countries in Africa having the largest penis. And then it and then it varied, but it really was regional. And, and you know, of course, if you move, if you're born in one area and you move, you still can claim that average size. But for the most part, 15 percent of men have very long penises, whereas 85 percent are less than seven inches, most falling six inches and lower. I have no idea how those men survive. But to the 85% of you out there, very best of luck, okay? 
But I don't exactly. understand why men decide to tell you that you, they've got a bigger one than average. I mean, it doesn't really make a huge but sometimes difference they don't, to us, does it? Sometimes they don't tell you directly. They go out and buy a BMW, and that's how they try and tell you that <laughs> they, they're packing more than what they've got downstairs, you know? That's true. Yeah. I, I want to tell you guys that the, the world's largest recorded penis, this record, the world record, belongs to a New Yorker, now that we're bashing New York, we'll bring it back up, <laughs> belongs to a New Yorker named Jonah Falcon, whose penis measured 9.5 inches, flaccid, 13.5 erect. Wow. <laughs> the guy's like an elephant. Yeah, um, that's painful. But anyway, <laughs> yes, he is a New York, a proud New Yorker. And I also wanted to mention one of the other weird facts about this is the impulse to ejaculate for both men and women comes from the spinal cord. The brain isn't needed. And, what? and what's, that's very interesting. So there are three particular nerves in the spinal cord that are responsible for an erection and an ejaculation in both men and women, which is C345. I, I believe mm. it's the cervical level. We, we used to have a mnemonic for this in medical school. Three, four, five keeps the pe- something off the floor. Wait, wait, two, three, four keeps the penis off the floor. That's it. <laughs> it comes from the spine so i would have thought everything kind of came from your brain when it comes the to the brain yeah right interesting yes mm. very yeah say these are facts that you can take with you to uh who wants to be a millionaire and you can yeah, call yeah. me for your uh oh for your friend <laughs> <laughs> you can call me for your uh if you have sex facts i can be your lifeline okay the next weird sex fact that i wanted to tell you was that people that have a strong sense of smell have a stronger orgasm. This was a small study that was published in a journal called the Archives of Sexual Behavior, but it found that people that had more perceptive noses, that had a strong sensitivity to odor, and this was true for both men and women, actually had better and more intense sexual experiences, which also shows us there is a neurological uh, component to our, you know, to our orgasm and to our sexual experience, which is really, really interesting. So, um, there was a positive correlation between heightened sense of smell. What's interesting is that women who are pregnant have a higher sense of smell than average. So, mm. um, did you, did you guys know this? This is a weird fact for pregnant. No, women. not at all. That's no. really one of the weird things. And sometimes this is like one of those bonus red flags if women are wondering if they're pregnant or not. Sometimes if their their sense of smell is heightened. Um, I remember being on a New York City bus and there was a woman, an older woman that was wearing this perfume that wasn't pleasant, but it was about 10 times worse for me because I was pregnant. I had to get off the bus like my eyes were tearing and I was having like this visceral reaction to this woman's perfume. But sometimes like if you don't know whether you're pregnant, this heightened sense of smell can tell you whether you're pregnant. And some researchers suggest that women like especially early on in pregnancy may have a more intense sexual experience if they if they have like an orgasm while being pregnant based on you know and and that is interesting to me because I never thought of this but it's a correlation like maybe it has to do with that heightened sense of smell giving a more pleasurable sexual experience strange that's, that's very very strange. very strange Ooh, if anyone then, is okay, here, three months pregnant or have just found out they're pregnant, why don't you go and tell us exactly what the orgasm is like? Or if you're smelling exactly. things or through walls. Or if you have experienced this heightened <laughs> sense of smell. Yeah, yeah that would be really weird. Right? The other thing I wanted to tell you guys is when we think about sexually transmitted diseases, when two people kiss, they exchange between 10 million to 1 billion bacteria. 
So, you know, this is when we're all walking around with our masks on, like we look like we are part of the hands made tale. Hmm. Um, I was saying that, do you, did you guys watch that show? I never got into it. My other half no. is, is mad into it. And she's like, we're going to rewatch the whole thing because it was just, <laughs> just you, madness. If you get locked down again, you're going to go through three seasons of this. But <laughs> what's funny is these women are mandated to wear these crazy outfits. And I said, you yeah. know, it, like there's one episode where they're wearing a red mask. And it looks just like what people, you know, across this my country look like right now with their masks on. You know, if you, I see a red mask, my heart like just bounces up and down. But what's interesting is while we're trying to protect ourselves, there we've done a few articles. I've done I've I've weighed in on a couple articles in the United States for some of these magazines, and we were talking mm. about the fact that you can get COVID with sexually transmitted fluids in addition to saliva. So you need to be careful. Um, there, there has been, there have been cases where people have exchanged COVID-19 based on kissing, based on having sex together. Um, there was even an article recently in Cosmopolitan magazine of people reporting what it's like to have sex with a mask on. Hopefully they're wearing a condom too. But anyway, the, the reason that I'm bringing this up is that HPV, human papillomavirus, is one of the most common sexually transmitted diseases across the globe. And people that are sexually active, 80% of them have it. And it's no wonder because we can exchange bacteria and virus between ourselves just by kissing, never mind the rest of the sexual activity. So people need to be careful when they're hooking up with, with other people. You need to know, like, someone has a herpes outbreak or someone is positive with HPV, it's always important to know uh, your sexual partner's history if you can. And whenever I lecture, you know, different groups, especially college kids and high school kids, they all roll their eyes at me because what are you going to do in the middle of a hookup? Ask someone what their sexual history is. Most people are going to lie to each other anyway. But um, it's definitely important to engage in safe sex and just recognize that kissing can exchange different bacteria. And if you notice a cold sore on your partner, you do not want to hook up. You don't even want to kiss, okay? So just so you know that, that was a bit of a buzzkill. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to bring it back up with something a little bit more, I, I, not humorous, but just a fact. Our bodies are asymmetric, which is which is funny. Like, we're, we're none of us are built, like, completely symmetric. Sometimes one eyebrow is a little higher than the other, or someone's eyes yeah. aren't completely symmetric. But when it comes to our breasts and our testicles— the left side of both men and women are usually larger slightly than the right side. So 50% of women across the globe have breasts that are unequal, and it's usually the left side that's slightly larger. I've told you guys this before. But the same thing comes for the testicle. The left testicle on men usually hang a, hangs a little bit lower than the right-sided for right-handed man men. Okay, this is weird. So if you're right handed, which the majority of the world is, your left testicle is going to be a little bit lower. <laughs> and if you're a lefty, your right testicle will be a little bit lower in 50 percent of men. That's Isn't so that weird? weird? Yeah, and okay, we, we should, again, make sure to to have a little bit of a, an experiment and, and research here as well. So can you let us know, right-handed men and women, <laughs> uh, is the hypothesis correct? You just need to let us know, uh, yes or no, drop us in a WhatsApp, 0876797104. I try now, I might try during during the break or during the song to have a quick chat. If you're driving as well, may, maybe don't do this, especially, <laughs> you make know. Make sure you pull over. Yeah, that'll be like, how did he die? Well, he was checking his testicles <laughs> as he rammed into a tree down the You'll back. You'll be responsible no. for that, Cormac. But you hold gotta, on a second. You indemnify yourself. It's the same. It's the same for women. As in, if you're left-handed, should your right breast be breast. a little bit? No. No, no, so okay. usually in women, and this is true for women, no matter whether you're a righty or a lefty, it's the left breast that tends to be slightly larger. And what's funny is Jennifer Lawrence um, did an interview with, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel a couple years ago, and she had had pneumonia 
doing like a press tour for one of her movies and she had a chest x-ray and as a joke he showed the chest x-ray and you saw that one of her breasts and she pointed this out to the audience that one of her breasts were actually slightly larger than the other and she was probably the only one that noticed it but she announced it to the world but it was funny because i ended up doing a bunch of articles after that talking to women about the fact that we're really asymmetric and a lot of people will follow suit it's not just celebrities with a larger left breast it's all of us 50 percent of us anyway well i always knew that uh, knew that women would have had one bigger breast than the other i didn't know it was always the left one though so that's information now <laughs> i didn't so even if you're know gonna go for one breast cormic i would focus on the left there you go that's what i say did you not know that Tish? i would have thought you would have no i never heard that and mine are exactly the same you 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 may you they may not be completely the same Sergio. you got to look in the mirror and let us know next week but you <laughs> may be so part strange. of the 50 percent that are the same are the same um Maybe well Sisha, don't you could do it do you have one of those like um small food weighing scales yes i do you you just weigh your boobs and let us know which one is heavier that might be able to help i mean they look the same to me but you know maybe maybe your poor mom came in to have a visit and you're just there at the counter weighing your boobs going seriously what are you doing she's not basically lost my mind that is something i would do i will probably end up doing that later Yeah, if you're bored at home oh, as well in the kitchen and you're listening, just weigh a boob and let us know what the average weight of a boob uh, in Dublin is. Uh, drop us in a WhatsApp. But listen, you could do the same gonna, for your testicles while you're at it. That'll be slightly <laughs> more difficult, but I'd definitely give it a try. You know, it could, uh, <laughs> that would look way weirder than the boob on the counter as well. So uh, we have an interesting night ahead of us, Saoirse, anyway. And uh, if you want to get involved, drop us a WhatsApp and let us know. But listen, Dr. Wider, it's always a pleasure having you on. And we're going to get you on Skype every single week because the, oh, the audio is just absolute magic. Well better than uh, your phone service yes. over there but before we let you go your uh, instagram and twitter and online where can people find you at dr wider d-r-w-i-d-e-r beautiful dr wider thanks a million for popping on and thanks, we will chat to you again very soon talk to you soon fm 104's room 104 podcast with cormac moore and Sir Long. good evening it's cormac and Sersha here on room 104 and we're back in our 60s tv set by the sounds of it now um uh, today, obviously, was the first day that, um, you know, the restrictions, or I shouldn't say the restrictions, but the laws coming in, requiring it, you and making it mandatory to wear your face coverings and your face masks on all public transport. You can find, get yourself a fine of two and a half grand if you are charged and prosecuted. I'm sure they won't do this, but this is obviously the legislation. You have to have something. And uh, you can find yourself a few months in prison, which, again, will be weird if you do wind up in prison beside a murderer. And they're like, what are you in here for? They're like, well, I, I killed a lot of people. What are you here for? I just didn't wear a mask on a bus so oh yeah awkward. but you could also you could also argue that if you don't wear a mask on a bus that you could actually you're, you're a murderer somebody. yeah you could actually yeah. end up really like making someone seriously ill uh you could so listen that's if you've been using the dart or the loose or the bus or any public transport today that the new laws have kicked in from today making it mandatory for you to wear those face masks and coverings as annoying as they might be especially i know if you're wearing glasses it's just fogging up central so uh, i don't know what the solution will be to that as of yet but there you go quick heads up but other good news there is a particular animal that is being used to try and come up with a breakthrough treatment for the coronavirus and i want to know if anyone can guess which animal is being used Ooh, this is an interesting one. Um, it's probably something random like a giraffe. Uh, no, it is not a random one like a giraffe. It's a little random, but we do have the animals here. Ooh. Is it, um, is it obviously an animal in a zoo? Mm, I, no, I don't think so. Okay, I, I think I know I what it is. Actually, 
I couldn't actually tell you what, whether or not this animal is in Dublin Zoo or not. I don't know. Is it a badger? <laughs> is it a badger? Holds the secret and the cure to all of our world's problems <laughs> at the moment. Is it the elusive badger? No, it is not. Because there's a lot of badgers sneaking around the streets. <laughs> well, what they're, the, they're up to something. They know something we don't something. know. And they don't seem mm. very sick either. So we're like, hang on, badgers, what's going on? Oh, then uh, it must no, be it the fox. Uh, no, it is not the fox either. Oh. So if you would like to have a guess, what animal is being used to help create a breakthrough treatment for the coronavirus that will help get us better and healthier and all that? Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Like, I didn't realise the uh, HPV vaccine that yeah. helps protect against cervical cancer was discovered after trying to develop a vaccine for cattle. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Really? So there was a similar disease affecting herds of cattle that they obviously had to sort out, otherwise people's food and dairy would be in bits, and then apparently that's how... Uh, that HPV vaccine, that was part of the breakthrough that led to that. So we've been uh, thankful for a lot of animals for looking after us and keeping us safe for loads wow, of other things, nice. not just, yeah, coronavirus. Um, you know, we use animals uh, in a hell of a lot of in good ways, like leeches. Do people ever put leeches on their back to try and help with their... Oh, gross, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I know there is, ther- isn't there a therapy that they actually get leeches, real life leeches, and they just stick them on your skin and they oh that's sick no yeah. no is it a, is it an animal that we don't care about uh, no I'd say we'd care about this animal a lot of people okay, well, so Patrick, has, Patrick has said a bat <laughs> good shout we're not actually using um, the bat but probably you know probably might be a bad one to look at but no um, that's not the animal is it a crow is it a random is it the random elusive crow Anthony no it is not is it a monkey or is it a rat that they're using and I thought it was a rat Keith? Mm. no but you know what I was watching last night a movie that you would love have you ever seen Sylvester Stallone's Daylight no is oh, a rat go in watch it? it oh there's one scene where there's just thousands of rats swimming no. in the water towards but people this isn't it? funny you think this is it's gas this hilarious. is like real life fear <laughs> don't scary. scare me like that actually terrifies me 
I can't even watch a cartoon rat. Listen, go watch her. Hello, love. No, I, I will not watch that, no. So it's not a uh, mouse or a rat or any scum? No, any scum. Okay. They are no, scum. No, it's not. Uh, Jonah said, it, is it a cow? No, it's not a cow. But as I said, the cow was involved in uh, the breakthrough vaccine for the uh, HPV. Um, what about a bee? HPV vaccine. What about a bee? Yeah, because of the honey. It's like, oh my God, the honey is beautiful. Yeah. No, it is not a bee. Um, Jacinta said, is it dogs or cats? No, dogs and cats aren't helping to develop a treatment for the coronavirus. Uh, and we have them here. Uh, okay, I, I think I know what it is. Okay, it's got to be a sheep. Don't say it. Uh, oh. See, Adrian and you have said sheep, and it is incorrect. You're moving in the right direction. It's more of a sheepish kind of animal. Is is that right? Yeah, I think... Mm, um, maybe not. Maybe it is. Uh, Tando, good evening. What's the story, sir? In Switzerland, we have had to do this for a month now. And he's uh, sitting on a bus with his face mask on. Go you. Uh, no, it's not a dog. Sorry, it's not a dog or a monkey or a rat or sheep. Is it kind of like a sheep? I suppose it, it's, a, it's a little bit like a sheep. How can it be like a sheep and not be a sheep? Well, Anthony said a goat. No, it's not a goat, actually. So I don't know if... Let me just Google if they're related to this thing. Sheep. Okay, so it's not a pig. Is it a pig? No, sorry, it's not a pig. Okay. Is it a farm animal? Ew, is it a farm animal? I think I know what this is now. Hold off, don't say it and just say it. Haley has said rabbit. It's not a rabbit. Oh yeah, not cute a little rabbit. rabbit. Hmm. I, I, uh, I think I know the answer. There is... There's farms of these animals in this country they okay. are not native they're not native to this country but they're definitely yeah. here you can definitely go visit them and play them uh, and what they're going to try and use is to use this animal's antibodies and blood antibodies to create an immune boosting therapy so they're going to create an antibody cocktail apparently which could enter clinical trials within months and it turns out that this animal's antibodies may seem like a good fit a good key for the coronavirus lock, if that makes sense. But what animal is it? I don't know if you'd find this in the zoo. But there is other specific places where you can go visit this animal. And in, and in Dublin as well. So uh, 0876797104, if you want to have another quick guess, what animal is going to be the solution to all of our coronavirus problems and could be helping to form a uh, breakthrough immune therapy treatment for the coronavirus. Let us know. 0876797104. If you want to have... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. How's your Monday going? What's the crack? The uh, There's an animal currently being tested that could provide antibodies and could provide an immune-boosting breakthrough to treat the coronavirus. So fingers crossed this animal can help us out of a bit of a sticky situation. Tons of texts in about what animal it is. We have had everything from buffalo to horses. And Matthew from Sandy Cove said, is it Northsiders? <laughs> well now. Matthew well in now, Sandy Cove, I, how dare you? From your castle in Sandy Cove throwing stones at us Northsiders, I am shocked. I am, I'm triggered. Matt, you have triggered me and I'm going to have to cancel you now because that's the way the world works in 2020, okay? So we've just cancelled. Now, oh, I'm going to have to add Matt to my list of enemies. Oh, yeah, do stick Matt on there. <laughs> Write that down. Southsider Matt has been added to the list of enemies. Um, but it is not... No, it's not Northsiders. It's not Buffalo. So, a couple I of guesses. I feel like we've named every animal. 
so Mary and someone else who remains an anonymous texter and a few other people have said alpacas. Anthony has said now, alpacas. Alpacas do look like sheep, slightly. A, a little bit. Is it alpacas? Am I even saying that right? Is it el pastas? I think it's alpacas. <laughs> el pastas. <laughs> I think it's alpacas. Alpacas, how is it doing? Is it alpacas? <laughs> no, it's not. No, but what's their fairy sister animal? I know what it is. I think this could be the right the right answer. It's not alpacas, but somebody has said llamas. A few people have said llamas. And yeah. They are boom. correct and right, yes. That's what I was thinking. You are correct and right, yeah. A llama. So there you go. Yeah, apparently a llama could hold the secret. The secret to... Uh, coming up with a treatment that will help you get over the coronavirus and will boost your immune system and, and good things like that. So that's a little bit of good news. We have a, a llama. I think we have a llama. Maybe it's an alpaca farm we have here now. But you, you can go walking llamas somewhere. I think it's around Dublin, isn't it? Do they have a, a hump? Farm? Uh, yes, they do. A slight yeah, hump, I think. Llama, llama farm, Dublin. Is there a llama farm in Dublin? I feel like there is, actually. Maybe, maybe there's somewhere down in Wicklow. There's probably, there's probably definitely, there's ostrich farms in, in Wicklow and Meath that I know of. Anyway, maybe there's one in Dublin. I don't want to keep ostriches out there back garden anymore. I don't know what the crack is. But yeah, people have said alpacas and llamas. And I was like, worried for a second that an alpaca and a llama is the same thing. But it turns out they're not. No, I would have thought they were as well. Maybe I thought alpaca was a Spanish word for llama. Yes, so would I. But apparently they're they're not. They look fairly similar. They look exactly the same. There's a couple of differences. Apparently their ears are different. Their size is different. Their faces, and uh, their hair. And it says one one article here. I'm looking at says their dispositions. Alpacas are very much herd animals, while llamas are more independent minded. Oh, so there you go. So you'll see alpacas going around in gangs, terrorizing neighborhoods, and llamas will just be out on their own. Llamas are more serene, like their solitude okay. and independence a bit more. And they could be bringing us a step closer to. A possible vaccine? That's it. Yeah, not a vaccine, but a, an immune treatment. So what they're looking at is they're going to be taking blood from llamas and uh, they're going to be then identifying antibodies. Apparently they have loads of antibodies, simple antibodies, in which obviously help fight off viruses on the cellular level. And then they're going to engineer those with nanobodies. Mad science stuff here altogether. Tiny little, tiny little nanobodies. And what they're trying to do is create something that will stick to the coronavirus and get into it and destroy it and break it down. So if you do get infected with it, this will be a treatment to help get it out of your system. So llamas, because of their immune system, are could hold one of the secrets to getting us out of this mess. I mean, brilliant. We'll love them forever. I think we, we will. will actually, llamas will we will bow to our llamas. We'll be putting up statues of llamas all over the place. We'll get the deer off the old pound and we'll bring the old pound back with a llama on the back of it. I'll be like, <laughs> job done. That's what we need now. Now punt amazing. with the llama on the back of it. A McLama. So, uh, yeah, listen, there you go. That is uh, currently happening at the moment now as well. Uh, not an alpaca, a llama. Llama blood might have the key for uh, a very effective treatment for coronavirus. So, happy days uh, indeed. Thanks for all those texts that came in as well with llama. I didn't realise there's also a llama emoji on your smartphone. No, there's not. Or maybe it's an alpaca. I can't tell if it's a llama or an alpaca. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to start using that. Yeah, I do. But uh, Michelle, you were the first person who got that right with the uh, 
with the llamas. And if you do know of a, a place in Dublin where you can go llama watching or go out petting some llamas, because I don't think, do they have them in the zoo? Joe, I feel like they do. Did they used to have them in the circus as well? Years ago. Uh, probably. they had them in the circus. Yeah. Was that was kind of the first the time I knew what they were, you know, yeah. where they came from. Um, I don't think they do anymore. But I'm sure they have them in the zoo. Well, there you go now. Maybe they have them in the zoo, haven't been there in a long time. But look, we'll get back there sooner rather than later. Still to come here on Room 104, Sugar Daddies and Sugar Babies. Are you perfectly fine with uh, a woman charging a man for her time? And maybe sometimes that'll overlap into uh, bold things in the bedroom, or is it just another form of prostitution? Going to be chatting to Professor Aaron Benzaeve a little bit later on. Well, not later on, about 10, 15 minutes time. Just after 11 o'clock, he's going to be on the show for you. I will have music from MK with 17. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening, Cormac and Sir you here. I hope your Monday's going just going I just hope it's going because it was one of those <laughs> days it'll just be done and dusted I don't even hope it's going well I just hope it's out of the way and you're into 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 Tuesday um, do you know of many people who are going back into work in the office by the way have you heard most people returning to work you know none of my friends they're all being told kind of well some of them are told um, the start of September and others are told January which is yeah, interesting maybe, so yeah, yeah. Mates of mine are chatting over the weekend, all working from home for the end of the year. Uh, other companies have announced today, I think the Web Summit has uh, decided to say they'll be, in for until August of next year, is going to be uh, working remotely. But uh, if you're back in the office, let us know what the crack is. Or 0876797104. Or maybe you never left. Maybe you're one of these places that they were like, you know what, you could just continue coming in and, and slaving away. Um, because uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see now the next month or two. Traffic is back to r- ridiculously annoying busyness at the moment, well about 75% of what it usually was, the city centre seems to be a little bit busier as well, there seems to be a slight return to normality on O'Connell Street and Grafton Street but um, maybe maybe you're going back and uh, if you're happy about that, if you're not, happy days but uh, we're talking now about snooping, snooping, eavesdropping yeah, on other people, I would say you are like the pro, Not I shouldn't say the pro but this is one of your pastimes well, you know, what is really sad about this whole thing is now you can't sit next to people in coffee shops oh, or restaurants, so I can't yeah. hear their conversation. Now, I usually prefer knowing that someone is having a fight with either a friend or maybe, you know, a partner, and I want to know what they're fighting about. So yeah. I'm always trying to listen in. But apparently we are more likely to listen in and be more in tune with somebody if you're on a bus or on a dart and you're only hearing one side of the story. So you know when someone's on the phone and this study has also said that if someone's loud on the phone, and we've all been there where we've heard someone, overheard someone on the phone, they're really loud. I was just talking about this on Friday, yeah, just really really annoying, you know, really annoying guy in the gym who was shouting on his phone with his elbow up as if he was pointing with his elbow and, yeah. and just wrecking everyone's head. But he's wrecking your head so you don't want to listen to his conversation. So you're not yeah. actually listening in. Whereas no. if someone starts whispering like this oh, and they're telling yeah. someone on the end of the phone what is going on, apparently this is really good for us to mirror what we would do in the same situation. So we start making up stories in our head about what could be happening, who they could be talking to, and putting ourselves in that position. And it's meant to be really good for critical thinking. Would you stop? Are you trying to say that being a nosy bitch yes. is, is good for your critical thinking? 
Will you yes. stop it now? Come on. Yeah, who, exactly. who, who got funding for this study now? And your creativity, apparently. So the more we listen, the more we learn about people in general, about how to communicate with people, about how to fight properly with people or not. You know, though you might listen in to somebody and they're just really bitchy or they're going off. And when I told you about this person in the gym that I overheard, now she was a little bit louder, but I just thought, that's really not the best way to approach that. <laughs> now I should have been I should have been working out, but I couldn't help but listen to this conversation in the background. You'd tap her on but the shoulder do... and go, Hi honey, come here now. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have said that. And how many times have you overheard a conversation one sided like that, maybe someone on the phone, wherever you might have been, and you've gone home to your other half and you're like, I think they had a fight about X, Y, or Z. You know, and you'll probably have a conversation about that and <laughs> because you're having a conversation about it. It'll be like a yeah. beautiful mind. You'll be out writing on the windows going, now how can we figure out this equation? Who's right Exactly. Who's wrong? And by doing that, the chances of you fighting about that thing, because you've already spoken about it and you've already kind of fleshed it out together, even though it was got nothing to do with you. That's hilarious. It's I wonder. I wonder, like, if, you know, what's the maddest either funniest or maddest thing you've ever overheard in a conversation that you probably shouldn't have overheard. Drops in a text. The funniest thing that I ever heard was I was getting the bus into town once to go to work and I was sitting down and the bus <clears throat> wasn't leaving the stop for another five or ten minutes but everyone was on there waiting. And I was just sitting behind a woman and uh, she was on the phone or she got a phone call from her other half, I'm presuming. And she was just like, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he said he was coming up today at two o'clock. You're after getting the day off work to let him in. What you mean his car's after... He's, he's bullshitting saying the car's after breaking down. And this went on for ages. She was raging. So it turns out that a tradesman or a handyman of some sort was meant to come to the gaff and do some work at their gaff. And then last minute, so the husband had to take a day off work to obviously stay at home mind the kids. She was going into work. He was waiting there. It was the only day he could get off work. And your man was meant to come and then your man said he was in a car accident or his car broke down and he couldn't come and she was raging. She was absolutely no. fuming and having a big argument back and forth. Like she was screaming, she's going, I'm going to tell him. I can't do that. He, he, he knows you can't take another day off. He knows, I'll ring him. I'm going to ring him. I'm going to, he's absolutely disgraceful. That's not on now. I'm going to ring him. So then she hangs up on the boyfriend and rings your man. <laughs> she just does the most typical Irish thing. Hi, yes, yeah, sorry, I heard you were in a... Oh, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. And I was literally pissing myself laughing behind her because, you know, she she had given one impression that she was going to go through this lad who cancelled on her last minute. who sounded obviously completely in the wrong here. And then she was just like, oh, no, it's just that he could only get today <laughs> off work. No, it's his fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. Sure, we're all like that. But I remember twice uh, overhearing a conversation one woman she was ringing I don't know who she was ringing and she was obviously having a very bad day she was probably called Susan and um, she was talking about how she got a 99 and there was no flakes left and she was going absolutely insane on the phone I don't know to who but that she paid full price for the 99 with no flake <laughs> but it was just so trivial I just thought really is that is that is that worth a twenty minute conversation yeah, right now? A rant. If that's the height of your problems in life, I'm really not sure you're doing too badly at all. No, you're not. And then another one: a girl clearly had just cheated on her boyfriend. Mm. So it it was the panic call. You know, she was on the bus and it started off. She was kind of quiet, and then she started getting a bit frantic. And then all I could hear was her saying, "I only did it once, and I was 
she was drunk. So irresponsibly drinking as well on top of that. But it was just unfolding. Her relationship was just about to end because oh, I think someone amazing. said, you tell him or I'll tell him. So, you know, oh, that was no. the end of that. She, she, yeah. she was doing the dirt. She was apparently doing the dirt, yeah. Now, there was tears, there was, you know, there was calm, there was frantic, there was tears, and then back to kind of calm. She was obviously probably trying to text him to butter him up somehow. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I always wanted to know what happened in that one. You didn't get a name or anything. I wonder if they're listening now. I didn't get a name. Damn it. She was about college age now. Aye, when all of the, the heartbreak happens. Yeah. Someone goes to college and then they realise, wow, there's other far more attractive people out here than <laughs> you. So uh, this has been fun and all, but see you, bye. Yeah. Oh, I do um, remember, though, and it was really funny, she used the term that she was gobsmacked. She didn't cheat. Like, she, she didn't cheat. She only did it once, but she was gobsmacked. So he obviously placed his lips on hers. So, you know. What oh, is that do? what that is? Apparently I thought you so. gobsmacked as in, like, I'm shocked. That Is was that a, not the term for shocked? Shocked. No, that was a big thing when we were younger as well. Why? That's what, what all was? the all the girls would say when they're when they were being very bold in nightclubs and they had boyfriends and they decided to kiss other boys. Say, oh, he he gobsmacked me. That that was a term, a thing. That was a thing. Yeah. Really? Was it just a yeah. thing between you and your two friends? <laughs> no, there was a big group of us. Gobsmacked. gobsmacked. Did you score? Yeah. Did you cheat on me? No, he gobsmacked me. Yeah. And then I gobsmacked another part of him a little later on, and <laughs> sure looked, it was gobsmacking left, right, and center. Oh, oh, there was actually <laughs> literally there was another term for that one as well, which I won't get into because you know <laughs> I was shafted. Yeah. Oh, I just got shafted last minute there. I got face shafted. Didn't know what happened. Madness. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.